0: May I have the envelope,
1: please? May I have the envelope, please? The best picture of the year is?
2: The best picture of the year. The best picture of the
1: year. I am happy to announce that the winner is? The winner is?
2: And the winner? The winner is? The winner is?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Envelope Podcast. Here on the envelope, we discuss and review every best picture winner in the Academy Awards history. Today we are discussing the 14th Best Picture Winner: How Green Was My Valley? Oof.
2: <laughs> My
1: name is Sky Wathan, and joining me today are Nicole Hi. And <laughs> Movie. Hi. Sean Wathan. I
2: hated this movie.
1: Before we discuss how we all hated this movie, let's chat briefly about a history of the 14th Academy Awards.
2: The 14th Academy Awards were held on February 26, 1942, at the Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles, California. The ceremony is now considered notable in retrospect as the year in which Citizen Kane failed to win Best Picture, which instead was awarded to John Ford's P.O.S. How Green Was My Valley. Citizen Kane would only take home Best Original Screenplay.
0: John Ford won his third award for Best Director, becoming the second to accomplish three wins in that category, and the first to win in consecutive years, uh, having won for Grapes of Wrath the previous year.
1: Most public attention at the time was focused on the Best Actress race between sibling rivals Joan Fontaine in Alfred Hitchcock's Suspicion and Olivia de Havilland for Hold Back the Dawn. Fontaine's victory was the only time a performer won for a role in a Hitchcock film.
2: For the first time, a portion of the ceremony was broadcast by CBS Radio.
0: The Little Foxes established a new high of nine nominations without winning a single Oscar. Its mark will be matched by Peyton Place in 1957. Side note, I love that movie. And exceeded by The Turning Point and The Color Purple, both of which will receive 11 nominations without a win. Honorary Academy Awards were given
1: to Ray Scott for his work on Kukin. The British Ministry of Information for Target for Tonight. Walt Disney, William Garrity, John N.A. Hawkins, Leopold Stokowski, and the RCA Manufacturing Company for their production, Fantasia. Kookin.
0: That's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they should create that into an award, how they name certain awards after people. I would like to present the Kookin Award <laughs> to... What a Kookin Award? <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. Irving G. Thalberg Memorial Award was presented to Walt Disney for his creative body of work that reflects a consistency, consistently high quality of motion picture production.
0: Do you feel like that? there's a lot that keep getting put in here? Like, let's just give Disney an award. Like, I feel like yeah, they have mentioned just, this numerous times. It's like, well, he's not going to win this, this, so let's just give him something. In
1: this year, they're giving him two. One is an honorary for Fantasia, yeah. and then the, the Thalberg Award. Like, yeah, you can feel them just being like, How do we work it in so that this guy gets awarded? Because I think they could
2: feel he was changing cinema in a certain way with his movies. But they're like, but we don't know what to do with it. Because there is no best animated category yet. So maybe he could get song if there's a certain song, which he does get some. Or something to that effect. So like, let's just get him something.
0: And it's hard to imagine this. This is all in a world where Disneyland does not yet exist. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and true. Disney
1: isn't the
2: monolith that we well, all know, they know it to he's be today. Yes. They know he's going to be, be something. something. So like, yeah. Let's give him an award now. So when he becomes famous, we'll be like, we were first.
1: This is at the time period really? when actually he's struggling to continue
0: to succeed and keep mm-hmm. his studio
2: afloat. Yeah.
0: I will just always pause to take a Disney moment. Sure. Um, if we could take a Disney moment, please. Um... Back to the subject at hand. The category of Best Documentary was added this year, with the first Oscar being awarded to Churchill's Island. With Best Original Score was separated into two categories this year, one for Dramatic Picture and one for Musical Picture. With that, the Academy Award categories this year were Outstanding Production, a.k.a. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress... Best Original Screenplay, Best Screenplay, Best Original Story, Best Documentary, Best Live Action Short Subject 1 Reel, Best Live Action Short Subject 2 Reel, Best Short Subject Cartoon, Best Scoring of a Dramatic Picture, Best Scoring of a Musical Picture, Best Original Song, Best Sound Recording, Best Art Direction Black and White, Best Art Direction Color, Best Cinematography Black and White, Best Cinematography Color, Best Film Editing, Best Special Effects. It keeps see, getting longer. You can see how the show now has become to infinity and yeah. beyond. Yeah. Like, and that's always well, the I'll be chose.
2: interested to see when they start cutting down the short subject, one reel, two uh, reel. When they cut the black and white versus color. When they actually start slicing off some of these. Because we know, obviously, now that most a lot of these don't exist anymore.
1: Or have been combined.
2: Yeah. Bing. yeah. Uh, the Academy Award statuette depicts a knight. Holding a Crusader's sword, standing on a reel of film with five spokes. The five spokes represent the original branches of the Academy actors, writers, directors, technicians, and producers. And as usual, that's how we will break down our review of this Best Picture winner. And today we are discussing the 14th Best Picture winner How Green Was My Valley? The film won over Blossoms in the Dust, Citizen Kane, Here Comes Mr. Jordan, Hold Back the Dawn, The Little Foxes, The Maltese Falcon, One Foot in Heaven, Sergeant York, and Suspicion.
1: How Green Was My Valley follows Hugh Morgan, the academically inclined youngest son in a proud family of Welsh coal miners who witnesses the tumultuous events of his young life during a period of rapid social change. At the dawn of the 20th century, a minor strike divides the Morgans. The sons of the family demand improvements, while the father doesn't want to rock the boat. Meanwhile, Hugh's el- eldest sister, Ongherind, sure, pines for the new village preacher, Mr. Griffin. Gruf-
0: griffin? It sounded like griffin. Like that's sound. what I always thought was griffin. griffin. It no. might be, because it's Welsh, yeah.
1: and so therefore it's spelled weird.
0: Mr. You know, Randy was terrible Griffin. and forgettable, so <laughs> yeah.
1: directed by John Ford, the film stars Roddy McDowell as Hugh Morgan, Donald Crisp as the father Gillum Morgan, Maureen O'Hara as Harrod Morgan, and Walter Pigeon as Mr. Griffin. Thoughts? On how green was my valley. All <laughs> five spokes back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know
0: when you dislike something so great. much that you're like angry about what like <laughs> a offended by how bad it is
2: yes this made me have flashbacks to cimarron going maybe
0: that wasn't so bad <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, i man. just it's like makes me mad i'm yeah. like mad
0: at it like it a was painful wrong to, get to get
1: through <laughs> like, yeah. it was painful to get through
2: because at first i i sort of i liked the set design in the beginning because I, yeah. I read ahead of time about how they had to build this village and how they had to create it. And the set design looked great in the beginning. Once they get inside, I didn't like the way the house looked inside. But the village that they had to construct it from scratch looked interesting. Because the whole thing basically takes place in this small little mining village. And it's about this family, a father, wife, and they have five or six sons
1: and one daughter? I think they have five sons, one of whom is Hugh. They have four one of older is, sons
2: yeah. and then Hugh is like 12 or and something. And all the men work in the mine together together. And it was fun, like, as they came out each day, they'd, like, sing the song as they come home, and then the mom would sit out front with her little apron, and they'd drop their money for the day, like, to her, and they'd go inside, and that was, like, the first ten minutes, and the movie just got bad. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was very, like, Seven Dwarves-y. I was just going to say, watch in the seven yeah. Yeah. In the like hi ho off to work we go away and, and then... the
2: voiceover was way too detailed it was like somebody was reading you a yes. book as it was happening and it went on way too long because usually if you have voiceover in the beginning it's to introduce the story then you let it play out but it went on so long it kept coming in and out it described every little thing it's like then I came home I went upstairs my upstairs looks like this and it was just way too much voiceover. It was so distracting. And
1: then the daughter is in love with the local preacher. It was very Thornbirds before Thornbirds. But why couldn't he marry her? I still really don't understand why they couldn't just be together. Does anybody? I don't know. Because he won't be really with her,
0: that. even though he, he said clearly he made loves some her too. Sort of wow. Unless he was like some. Unless he was Catholic. Or yeah. Something. Unless he I was mean. some part of the Catholic Church that was like on a mission to just be in the town. Did he wear? He had a collar, but he wasn't wearing, like, a... I, it, it sounded... At one point, he made reference to taking a vow of sorts.
1: Yeah, I guess. And, like, just, and
0: I think there was also the, you don't want to be a, a preacher's, preacher's wife, wife. But it did... Yeah, that seemed unclear, because I was thinking the, whole the same thing. The thing
1: was really weird. Like, he takes the little boy under his arm, because the little boy is obviously gifted, in terms of his intelligence and so he wants him to like be
0: educated but we never see why yeah they, just, they yeah. just tell us he is and so he is
1: we never see why and that's not even like a thing like the parents are more than happy for him to be educated because he eventually goes to like a nicer school nearby but the daughter is in love with him oh and we forgot Anne hearn who comes in as the wife of one of the sons Anne hearn Anne lee what is her name um, oh, she
2: marries the one son she, who's like a good, really good singer.
1: Yeah, right? she marries the son who's like the head one of the, the local choir, and she's there. He the, it was weird because she comes in like super early, and he talks about how he remembers the first time he saw her, and you you're thinking like, oh, he's this is Anna Lee, that and is yeah, he name. was
0: a, he he fell in love right
1: that day, right? And it's like, but you're but what? Because it, it, then the story isn't like that. He uh, is in love with. There's no follow through with no, lots of I, things. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But she comes in to marry the like older brother and like be you know part of the family or whatever. And then eventually that brother dies in a mining accident. Well, the
0: thing that's so sad is the story that they're trying to tell is an interesting story mm-hmm. yeah. about a mining town and then unionization versus not and then cutting wages and then like all those sorts of things so and like, like how a it affects very this good town book.
2: i bet this is a great book yeah, yeah just way historically it talks about the family and the connection and all the brothers and, and where they go and how
0: dangerous coal mining is i mean they yeah. get into that a little bit you know what i mean but it's there's all these really hefty, Todd and then family and effects, and then the patriarch and your role and mm-hmm. yeah. making ends I me mean, All these things, but you care nil about any yeah. of it. Correct. You, you don't. You. I cannot stress enough how unemotionally attached this movie. This movie does not reach out and make you care.
2: At well, all. a lot of the brothers looked the same too. Oh my god! Because they were there so is so a point where it was fun at times when it was like whenever anything would happen the whole town would get together for it because I remember one of the brothers gets a letter and the whole town gets around him as he opens it and turns out it's it's from the queen queen. and she's calling him out to like get a group together and go sing for her but then he gets a group together and sings in the town did he ever actually go I mean I
1: think it's supposed to be the that's, like, the preamble, and then they're going off to go sing. But we don't know why no, we he got invited know. to sing for the yeah, Queen. How did she hear about we don't him? know how they know
0: no, about no. That choir, he like, sure. made it Because that was why
2: How does
0: the Queen know <laughs> about this remote yeah. Welsh village group of But you right. never
2: know if he actually made it, because in the beginning, it has that scene where he's singing with his group, and you're like, great, now he's going to go. Then it felt like the next scene, he dies in the mine... So I was it like, did be. he make it? Did he not make it? But when they bring him out of the mine, I literally had to ask, "Guy, which brother was that?" Because yeah. they all looked the same, the way that they were dressed and everything. I lost track of which brother was which because they're all about the same names. height, the same age. Couldn't tell you.
0: And yeah. also, why is the sister a slave?
2: Yeah, I don't know. She she's just
1: like, a housekeeper. To she is. She's totally and, just there yeah. to like be your mother's helper and like take I, and care of the boys.
0: I didn't feel any emotional really with anyone. You kind of do a little with Anharid and. And Hugh in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, yeah, early on, early I was like on. with them and fine. But... but towards the end, she's just a big old bitch and like ordered <laughs> like like I I was like oh I just Sorry, right, I like I kept dude. touching the remote to be like how much time do I have yeah. left on this? How much time do I yeah. have left on this? I liked
2: Walter Pigeon, the guy who played the preacher, who will go on to be in Mrs. Miniver and is amazing.
0: Yeah. To Which I, I liked like him that. in this,
2: but I don't think he was in it enough because everything felt like they were trying to cram in so much into one movie that everything felt like he was very quick or glossed yeah. over. So it was like, oh, this love story. Then the daughter ends up marrying a wealthy person who actually, or the son of the guy who owns the mine and moves away. Yeah. Is that who she ends up marrying? So she then it's marries, like yeah,
1: she like marries up basically. So then she
2: disappears for a big
0: chunk of the movie. It's like all right, I guess that storyline is over. And then and, and that's like why she was and with the preacher too. I think it's known that the business owner, the miner's son, the heir to the mine, oh is, or whatever, in, love with is the in love with the daughter. Not at all. Totally
1: not true. <laughs> the, the dad at one point comes in and asks if his son can court
0: the girl. But I think that's it was... way after
1: she's clearly in love with him and <laughs> oh, he's no, no, clearly. No. In Love with her. No, yeah, the
0: love is established. But when she goes and he turns on the light and she's sitting in the house, it's after. And she even says, "Oh, that blah blah blah." She references the guy; he's heard of that. So, like in these small towns, it's I think it's known. No, like, yeah, but the that courtship. scene that you're talking about, where they where she surprises him in the basement,
1: yes, that's after the kid has come to call on her. No, that's what I mean, and I think that's why the preacher is
0: says, "No, that can't that's be with just, you."
1: I mean. You are. I think you're in deciding to add backstory to something that's not in the movie, not because you're probably not right, but because you're trying to make story that isn't there. Oh, there's probably is no story, <laughs> because, but I think that's why when
0: you because you had said why can't they be together, right? And I think that was part of because the I don't think that decision.
1: My interpretation of that purely from what's on the movie screen was just that she now that he's established it, fine, oh, and yeah. and the preacher won't be with her anyway.
0: Because she goes and marries him immediately after that.
1: Right, but I think that's because this was her last straw at, like... But I... Because she tells him she loves him in that basement scene and basically, like, makes the last play for, like, I'm just going to put my feelings on the table and see if you feel this way. I know we've been dancing around it forever, but, like, I'm just going to lay it out there because otherwise I'm screwed, right? So bad. But
2: that's the thing is, I thought that was going to be a much bigger part of the story because that happens early. But then she gets married and disappears because then the story... Moves into about the coal miners. There's a strike going on because there's not enough uh, wages or like people moving into the town will take a lesser wage. So then they decide that the father doesn't want to create a union, but all the brothers do. So then they do. They create a union. They go on strike. So then some people are mad at the dad for not joining the Union, so they throw a brick through the window. I
0: was very confused about all of that, and I didn't care enough to rewind and try to <laughs> it out. Well, you know how you'll a... do that? Like, oh, I must have yeah. missed something. I'll rewind it. I was like, can I fast forward? I already do this But then understand. the mom goes up on this snowy mountain
2: where apparently all the people are just hanging out, or was that where the I was I was so the scared they were going
0: to beat her. I was like, if yeah. they beat I wasn't women.
2: sure what was happening, because it literally looked like she went on top of the, like an Appalachian they mountain. They probably
1: went to some hidden area to have meetings or something. Something.
2: But she goes up there and tells them that if they do anything else to her husband, she'll kill them all. And then as she's leaving with her young child, they fall into a pond and the boy could be paralyzed. It was so weird. Well, you're saying things I should normally don't care about. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Then it's like, oh, God, is this going to be the story? Is the kid going to be paralyzed the whole time? No, he just lays there for a little while, then he gets up, he's up, he's walking, he goes to school. So then the next story happens, where then he goes to school, but then he's picked on because the teacher is fucking crazy, there's a bully in it, and it just, moved, it just glossed over everything. Like, here's a problem. It's almost like a sitcom. Here's a problem. 22 minutes later, solved it. Let's move on to the next. And it felt like it was trying to do too much. He had a little ice-ice baby,
0: and my head almost stuck, like, yo, I'll solve it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's probably... I wonder if he watched this movie, and Vanilla Ice was like, oh, God... I okay. felt the same way, <laughs> but then I did like that. Then out of nowhere, two of the sons decided to go to America because the strike's going on too long. So they duck out.
0: No, I thought it was because they had to because they were the they hardest. were out of work. They yeah. were the best uh, workers, so that meant they made the most money because they were getting yeah. paid by. How and they much... got fired. And they got fired because so uh, because right. other pe they brother would take cheaper. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, because there were the two brothers that duck out in the middle of the night. Literally, don't say bye to mom and dad. This must be a thing. Because then two other brothers end up leaving, or one other one ends up leaving later, where he asks his dad to play a song on the piano, and as he's playing, he goes to his mom, asks her to close her eyes, and while they're doing that, he just leaves. Yeah. It's almost like he's like, I don't want you to see me. Yeah. And then bye. Because they'll like, totally never you see... You on his way out. You'll it's
0: never like, see them again. And then you just yeah. find out yeah. because of a map scene where she's like he's where he's yeah. described where all of them are you're like yeah on hard's in africa she's in south africa yeah okay what oh yeah. they must be doing mining stuff okay so weird and do
2: you remember i can i guess this guy was a cardinal the guy with the glasses and the awful teeth he oh, was the yeah. worst actor to me he was like yelling and was angry yeah
1: they were at, he was angry at
2: the people for forming the union first oh, and they he was shamed mad that at the one creature. woman yeah. yeah then he calls out that woman in the middle of the church that actor was like a fucking cartoon literally <laughs> with the fake teeth coming out that guy was awful and he reminded me of the teacher who was also like god awful again in it for like two seconds the son's being oh, bullied. God, the he comes home, learns how to fight, goes back, and literally has the most like. Wait, he's being bullied
1: fight. by like a twenty-five-year-old kid in his
0: class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <And they're laughs> like, There's this one kid is class. like ten, yeah. and this kid in this class is like eighteen. And I'm and so <laughs> sorry to say it and pick on the kid, the guy who played Hugh was terrible so was. bad yeah. Just unforgivably bad and then for a while I thought oh it's because of a child actor but we will soon mm-hmm. speak about another movie on another podcast where the child actors were, were amazing. amazing well not to mention so, you had
1: the, the freaking Shirley Temple and Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland and all these other child actors that were great like that it was uh, so bad yeah. did I mention that it was unforgivable but yeah that. he gets
2: into a fight with like this this is one of the worst movies I've was. ever watched in my life
1: oh yeah This is the teacher bottom of like
2: beating the kid too with a stick. Oh god. Oh, but he beats him over over another
1: kid. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) He has a kid bend over and bends our character over and then whips him. And, like, a little girl comes up and, like, put this in your teeth, it'll help. Really? And he, like, bites onto and something. And the kid who's
1: been and, bullying him, who he was, like, fighting in the schoolyard, is now his friend. Who, and when like, they decide to stay fight, strong, like, man. like take
2: off their shirts, and it's completely, like, a goofy, like, strong jerk. man, fists coming, like, <laughs> y- 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 yada, yada. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so
0: and bad. then they do, when the, when Hugh goes home after this switch lash to the back, they take him, and then he falls, and it's, like, the best acting he did. He just collapses. <laughs> for you, Hugh, you had your moment. And they pay, and they they they're looking at him and talking about him, and they're saying, "Oh, they whipped it. They cleaned the bone." You're like, yeah. "Oh, this is like." you know, passion uh, of the Christ yeah. stuff is happening to this kid's back at school. Then they pick him up and flip him over and walk out. Not a mark on the shirt. <laughs> not a makeup. Not I a room mark. Like he must have put
2: red stuff on his shirt because yeah. his shirt gets taken off during that scene and they throw him over the shoulder so maybe they're like, oh shit, we should have put it on his back. <laughs> I feel, forgot about that. <laughs> I
0: would say let's go rewatch that and see if it's oh there but God. don't. But who cares? Yeah, yeah. It was just... It was so
2: bad. Yeah, so and bad. then...
1: The sister comes back because her husband has died, right?
2: I don't think the husband died. I think she just came home to live in gonna like, get this a mansion di- on the hill. And- oh, or
1: they're going to get a divorce. divorce. Yeah. That's right. Because and- then
2: it becomes word around town about how she's going to get a divorce. And-, and then
1: the deacons are going to call her out to, yeah. to like excommunicate her, essentially, like they'd done to that, that woman-, woman who had a baby. Yeah. Which I think that woman had the baby not necessarily out of wed like maybe out of wedlock but not like by choice
0: out of wedlock like no it's you basically she says it's almost like well no I don't think it was I great. didn't get
1: the sense that it was like she's the local
0: slut it like, was a false
1: pre she fell in oh, love oh she fell in love that's right and ended up giving herself thinking she was getting married, married and, in, and then didn't yeah that's yeah. right and so she's the shameful one because she that scene gave
0: it up. So sad. Yeah. Like, oh but, well. Look, it got a slight emotion out of me. <laughs> <laughs> the only, there go go we'll see it. on picture. The <laughs> movie.
1: And then, but then, anyway, it's foreshadowing to on Heron being excommunicated by the church because they because she wants a divorce from the local miner's son guy. But I think she and her she whole family that, is basically like, if you're gonna try to say this about our daughter, like, then we're never fucking coming to this church again. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. And Griffiths Griffin stands up to be like, I'm never going to speak to you people again because I refuse to be par- per- like party to this situation and, like, storms out. The whole thing is just a piece of shit. Yeah, and then then the
2: boy, he, like, gets this great education, and the father and mother are like, great, you need to go away, use this education, Mm -hmm. go to, like, another school out of here, get out of this mining town, and the boy refuses. He wants
0: to work the mine instead. So he goes there at the age of seven, Are we supposed to believe he's He's fully educated. And then he's
2: down there with other little kids, and it's like, he's down there, and then his dad ends up getting trapped, and god, the way he was trapped, the way it shot, he was, like, pinned up against the wall. His son Makes it just like in time crushed. to give him a hug, and then he dies. He's How they even got him out of there, I don't know. Oh, crushed
1: you, in a mining accident. Did you care? I was so <sighs> I, in the was I was like, annoying. oh, when he dies, it'll be over. Oh, I'm glad he dies. Yeah. Bye. And like the the, the uh, yeah, he throws away his whole education to work in the mine, and then at one point he's going to go move in with the blonde Anna Lee's character. Oh, yeah. so he goes to the sister-in-law whose husband has died in a mining Who accident was the singer. to be like. You should, I will live with you so you can have my wages because I've been in love with you my whole life. He's like 12 still. And, and she, she says, okay. Yeah. I, and I, he's I like, were... I'll go get my
2: things. And I'm like, what's <laughs> no, no, happening? No. no, he says,
1: I'll go get my bed. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they never come back to that. So I assume. He moved in with he her. He moved in with this woman who's yeah. like 20 years older than yes. he is at least. And wasn't she pregnant?
0: No, she just no, had a baby. she just oh. had a baby, Oh, yeah. so then he's
2: going to help raise a child when he's seven Yeah, the baby's, like, <laughs> one.
0: I know. It was. I was oh like, it God. was kind of, like, White Webster. Like, I was like, <laughs> is he in, like, a condition? Yeah. Like, that we already... Like, <laughs> are we, are we, am I supposed that to he's think he's a man? To, yeah. God, oh
1: God. And then when the movie was over, you finally were like, thank God. Just get this thing over with. <laughs> I would have waited it. to
2: have read this script, too, because with the writing, the way the voiceover was in it so much... And the way they glossed over all these stories, this I could not get through. If you had to read this, I would like it as a book, but as a script, I can't imagine like reading this. Do thing.
0: you? What was the passage of time? That's why I say I, I think was he was a White Webster it. because are we supposed it to believe it's just one year, or was he supposed to have graduated to a level of adulthood, or was he working with the children, or was he? No, saying, he I was
1: working work with the children. He was like. The guy who, the kid who can like get in there all So he's, scrappy.
0: he has no adult status. He's yeah. still 18. I ancient. think he only did yeah.
2: one year of school and they were like, you've got more education okay. than the rest I of I was and... confused
0: about that. I was like, can we talk about some sort of growth issue? Yeah, no. But even okay. then, like, we are presumed that the the wife goes off and comes back and I feel like there is a passage of time. There's definitely, There's a, definitely
2: a passage of time. Months, because I think they talk about a time that it's been five months or whatever since mm-hmm. somebody went away and, yeah. On But, I think John she comes Ford. I mean, a this bitch. is the first movie I've seen of his. It does not make me want to watch anything else. Like I do want to watch Stagecoach, but this isn't like pushing me in that direction because I thought it was horribly directed. Every scene felt so staged because it would like cut away to reaction shot of certain actors and they were like posed waiting for someone to call action and then they would move. Forward. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, it was so staged. It was very staged. Sorry. This it felt
2: should like it be shouldn't this should have come out after Wings.
1: Yeah. Because yes. it
2: looks like, especially after watching Gone with the Wind and all the and Rebecca, oh, and you see these other movies, and you're like, yeah. this feels like we're going backwards. Totally. Instead of forward. It's hard to believe that this came out after all of those. And it was streaming, even though Rebecca would, wasn't streaming, still just drives me crazy. But
0: to be clear, had this movie been placed historically back in Wings, saying in the well, 1920s, 1930s, if you put it back a decade or so, it would still be the steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> garbage <laughs> that it was today, that it was in, what is this? Are we 1941 or two? Or 42? Yep. Oh, yeah. February 26th, 1942 is when they won this award. And in 1929 it would have been garbage. Yeah, it's just garbage. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even, I was looking up art. I literally researched, how did How Green Is My Valley win Best Picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was an article I found, and the first article that popped up was somebody being like, it. i was like oh delete oh this article <laughs> i don't there's no there's no redeeming value there's no not, nothing there's there's nothing that helps it not mm. even from a i don't think a technical standpoint no directing standpoint the writing like it's it's all flawed to make one and yeah. i'll put that all together you get a bad movie. the only
2: thing that i said that i liked in the redeeming was the makeup because when the guys came out down the mountain, I believe that they had just worked in a mine. Oh, yeah, the totally I like, that is true. Again, this Fair was enough. at the very beginning before it got horrendous. When they that had seems be... like
0: easy makeup. Yeah. But,
2: <laughs> but they all they all had to go out back and get washed up. And they like had yeah. a tradition where all the brothers were there and the son was bringing them soap and stuff like that. And it's like, again, this was at the very beginning before it got really bad. But that <laughs> moment, it's stuff I liked. But even the <laughs> costumes, like... Weren't great, although I like that everyone wore the Newsies hats. We got to bring back the Newsies hats.
0: Yes, our, our in-studio mascot today, Daphne, also has See, a problem. She's <laughs> not it, it. It. <laughs> um, Barking her way. So they were going to
2: film this in Wales, but they had to abandon that due to World War II. Um, so an eighty-acre set was built in the Santa Monica Mountains hmm. near Malibu. <laughs> And the design of the village was based on a village. That's why it's like, to me, the set design also, that looked like a village that could actually exist. And the reason they shot it in black and white instead of color is because they were afraid that the way that the the mountains looked and the way the sky looked, that it wouldn't have looked like whales. So that's why they shot it in black and white. So it was like, literally, those are the only two redeeming factors, is the makeup in the very beginning and that the set, the exterior, because again, the interior looks like a
0: house set. Well, I yeah, I looks like, like a but I liked the village. The village the to me still felt like, oh, we're on that section of the universal lot. It's like it's been used in various movies. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I felt like, oh,
1: we're like in the back lot of like Wizard of Oz. But, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. And yeah. like which
0: I could forgive that of a film in nineteen, you know, forty one, forty two and a Ritz film. Yeah. Um because, you know, everything like, was shot on a scene. Everything studio was and yeah. shot like yeah. that and we're so much more technologically advanced now we can make Right. That saloon but at it Universal is, Studios looked different every time,
2: before, but... what we've seen Gone with the Wind,
0: that's Please, the amazing yes.
2: thing, is if you were to go yeah. back, we, we've seen Rebecca, where they did it great with miniatures. Yeah. And this came out after that. That's why it's like, had this again come out after Wings or earlier, I think I'd be more forgiving of certain right. things. But it's like we've we've seen better yeah. years ago. Yes. Yeah, and
0: that's what's so strange. But and I want to also somehow I feel like highlight because I feel like some people might be like, well, maybe you're just mad because it won over Maltese Falcon or it won over Citizen King. Yeah, I didn't realize oh. that while I was watching the movie. Yeah. I looked it up after, so I wasn't sitting there being doing any sort of compare that did not affect this viewing but yeah (laughs) I didn't know see I think I forgot
2: I went through and like did the notes and stuff but then by the time we actually like sat down to watch it I wasn't thinking about what else had been nominated just watched the movie and then it was afterwards when we were I think we were like messaging on Facebook That it's like, I can't believe that this beat Citizen Kane, and you were like, and Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon is one of my favorite movies, and I cannot believe it lost to this. It didn't even win Best Screenplay. Maltese Falcon won nothing. Yeah. Which is a crime. That's
0: so crazy. And the fact that
2: it beat Citizen Kane actually is more about uh, Hearst. Yeah. Because he was so mad, because Citizen Kane was kind of like portraying... This guy, William Randolph Hearst, he basically, in all of his newspapers, that he owned this newspaper empire, which then newspaper was obviously the way that you got news, and it had much more power than it does today. Well,
1: and it was more controlled in the sense that, like, the owners would skew the content. It wasn't, there was no journalistic integrity.
2: No, well, that's the thing, (laughs) is he put in all of his papers ads for this movie, publications and great reviews for this movie, because he just wanted Citizen Kane to lose. Right. So I feel like that's why this one best picture is because Hearst, Politically killed pushed it. for yeah. it and killed Citizen Kane. Well, Why did chances? he go
0: for Maltese Falcon?
2: I, don't know, I think because he felt like this was a, a win he could get because we were starting in the war and this is about like yeah. a small town and staying together no matter what happens and <sighs> being together. <laughs> and, is it? Yeah. And
0: I'm a person who enjoys many a bad film <laughs> you sure. know what i mean like there's a, just like the podcast how did this get made You're like, there's some fun in that yeah. there's in there's fun indulgence in like bad filmmaking yeah. like there's some yeah. much- That does not exist here. No,
2: No. this isn't one of those that's so bad, it's good. It's just so bad. But if you want to continue reading about the exploits of Hugh Morgan, there were three sequels.
0: Shut up! Are you serious? All books.
2: None were made into a movie. Oh, no fucking wonder. I think that speaks to that this was a mistake. Yes. Because I think if this had one best picture because of actual people liking it and it made a bunch of money, you're damn right there would have been so many sequels. So that they could capitalize on that money. But none of them were made. There was... Uh, first sequel was called Up Into the Singing Mountain in 1960, in which Hugh immigrates to Argentina. Down Where the Moon is Small in 1966, Hugh's Life in a Welsh-speaking parts of Argentina. And Green Green My Valley Now in 1975, which is Hugh's Return to Wales. Which these titles are horrible. I like the
0: moon one. What was the moon one again? Down where where
2: the moon is small. I like that. That sounds like a children's book. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well. It's just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Daryl F. Zanuck must have really been paying a lot of money to Hearst.
2: I feel like, yeah, (laughs) Hearst was looking for like, which one could I push?
1: Yeah. To be it, and
2: at the time that we were in in America, I feel like he he chose this and pushed it. And
1: it wow, what Hal is this B. Wallace it? was nominated as the producer on three of the best picture nominees: Maltese Falcon*, *One Foot in Heaven*, and *Sergeant York* are all him nominated. Who? Where? Hal B. Wallace of the of the one two three four of the yeah. ten nine or ten best picture nominees he's on three of them
2: and i think that's also why john ford won is because he just wanted orson welles to lose yeah now, granted it did win screenplay but i feel like hearst was just pushing right. to be like go for this guy do not vote because i bet he probably had some money and stakes in this that it's like if you vote for citizen kane i will not promote your movie
1: oh your yeah next I'm sure
2: in my newspaper. i'm sure he
1: blackmailed people do completely
0: hollywood is that corrupt what,
2: what? <laughs> you're crazy there's but no it's way like, I want to see that movie because Citizen Kane was made about Hearst in his life I would love to see a movie about Orson Welles versus oh, Hearst
1: oh that'd be great oh, yeah, that's and cool. the
2: battle for Citizen Kane which I think there's, there's a documentary actually called The Battle Over Citizen Kane yeah. which covers all of this and that yes. you should instead of watching this watch Citizen Kane and then watch that documentary about how this movie, How Green Was My Valley, won over that movie because of just politics.
0: I can't believe how many Oscars it did, in fact, win. I mean, we're <laughs> talking about the Best Picture, or the Best Production, a.k.a. Best Picture. Yeah, um,
2: Best Director.
0: But it, I mean, then you're going through Donald Crisp, the father... Won for best supporting actor, which he was good. I bet you that <laughs> Charles Coburn in The Devil and Mrs. Jones as John P. Merrick was better, <laughs> uh, or Walter Brennan. Mm-hmm. Well, it also
2: won cinematography, which I don't think it would win even no. over Citizen Kane. Um, and then it won best art direction, interior. Hmm. No. The interiors were so bad. Just
0: because of that coal mining scene where we find...
2: Where you go inside the mine. It was probably the first time you ever saw inside a mine on a movie, and so they thought it was amazing. But it wasn't. It looked like rocks painted, or like foam rocks painted black. Mm -hmm. It was just so bad. Um, but Dumbo won for best scoring
0: I was thinking yeah. I was like Dumbo won <laughs> but let's I think take another d- Disney pause <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do think Baby Mine lost it won scoring but I think best song best original song yeah it lost to the last time I saw oh, Paris that's a tragedy which is you know you you, you gotta love that last time I saw Paris yeah. oh look yeah. it it's Boogie Woogie
0: Bugle Boy of Company B was also best original song that lost. year that's that song that's what that originates and yeah, Chattanooga Choo
2: Choo Wow, oh, man
0: and DeLore... No, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But I,
2: those, that's a good category. So does the film hold up today? <laughs> would you recommend that anyone on earth see this movie ever? Never I don't understand why you guys just
0: more. like it so
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, I think everyone should run out and rent it tomorrow. It's such a waste of time. It's not even like, and oh, watch it contextually. And no. maybe. A, no. no. You hear nothing about name.
2: No redeeming qualities. If you want to know what it. not
0: to do in cinema, watch this movie. <laughs> yes. There's no emotion, nothing,
2: and it doesn't hold up. I don't I think anything so about it holds up. To the see way it's shot, the way it's written, nothing, none of it holds up. I love Maureen
0: O'Hara, and she was terrible. She was awful. Just watch The Parent Trap. Yeah. So <laughs> skip this
2: one. We've talked about other movies you could watch, and then tune in next or two weeks. Tune in for the next podcast when we talk about a much better movie. But much for now, better movie. we're gonna say pass on How Green Was My Valley.
1: My valley was very dark and brown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So not green at all.
0: Was your valley ever green?
2: (laughs) And that will close out our discussion of best picture winner. How green was my valley?
1: That will wrap up this episode of The Envelope Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please let us know your thoughts on the film we discussed here today. We are a Cinema Squad production presented on the Cinema Squad podcast channel. You can reach anyone here at thesinemasquad.com. Just go there to email us, check our bios, and keep up with the latest episodes. Also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It's very, very helpful. Don't just rate, but actually leave a review if you could too, please, because that's how other people will find us. Thank you and good night.